You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me today, Brian Altano, Marty Sleva. I cannot follow that up. Colin Moriarty. (laughs) We've got a great show for you guys today. Lots to talk about, lots to get through. We're going to talk about the 14 worst games of 2014. We're going to talk about the GameCube. Okay, first. But first, as 2014 draws to a close, it's time to take a look back, a look backwards Monitors. at the year that was 2014. These are, are all the news stories that we were covering here at IGN and talking about here on Gamescoop throughout the year. I went through and picked about the 35 biggest stories that people were talking about and that sort of like shaped the landscape of mm. pop culture this year. Ooh. We should note that we're not going to be talking about Ferguson or <laughs> Ebola or right. Malaysian Airlines or any sure. of that stuff. Oh man, that was this year. That we don't typically cover on IGN. Sure. This is going to be mostly video game okay. pop culture related. So like a fun look back. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Are you guys ready? I am. Yes. Now that we got the that stuff out of God. Okay, follow me back to January 7th. A long time ago. Yeah, you need like a time machine noise. <laughs> <laughs> January 7th at CES, Sony revealed its streaming service, PlayStation oh, Now. I was I there. Yes, yeah. you were there. I was there. You watched it happen. Yeah, I had like a 104 degree fever though. Wow. So I don't remember it. Yeah. It still, it still got announced though. <laughs> it wasn't a fever dream. They really did announce it. <laughs> Is that officially launched or is it in beta? What's, what's the status of that now? I don't know. I think it's out. I mean, there's, there's, there's game, PlayStation Now updates on. PS blog every yeah. week and yep. and people are, are think you're using it. I don't know if anyone really cares. It's there. it's there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's certainly there. I think like the <laughs> the idea of it was was incredible, right? And it was very fascinating to not have to sort of buy a disc or download anything. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of click a button. They were like it sort of they did the thing where they're like you press a button and uh, within moments you'll be playing some of the best place in games of all time. Yeah. And just like all things, it, it finally came out and it wasn't like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. we played at that event uh, in Vegas. Like we played uh, uh, stuff, you know, like uh, Last of Us on our Vitas and stuff like that. And it was like cool, but my, my hope from it was that they were going to be like, and now the entire back catalog of PS1, 2, and 3 games mm-hmm. are at your fingertips, but they didn't do that. No. Jerks. On January 31st, it was revealed Jesse Eisenberg would play Lex Luthor. In the Man of Steel sequel, which at that point did not have a title yet. Ooh. Mm. I still haven't Steel. seen anything, like, no official like photos of him as Lex Luthor. I no, totally I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, See, right. This is why we do this. Yeah. This is, you know, because what was awesome about, about this is that people were so mad at him. <laughs> and no one remembers. Uh, well, <laughs> no yeah. one remembers. Yeah. Well, Welcome the internet. to today. Yeah. yeah, man. I know. On February 10th, tragedy struck. Uh-oh. As Flappy Bird was removed... <laughs> 
from the App Store. Yeah. Do you remember how many people were playing Flappy Bird? Way too many. Uh, I, was, I was actually... Yeah, actually yeah, we have uh, B-roll of that computer, if you want to bring that we up. We were... Uh, Greg and I had lunch with a, a, a Sony indie developer yesterday, and we were talking about Flappy Bird and how it was a weird thing for us here at IGN because... Like, it sort of doesn't really fit into our rubric of cover- coverage, or the way we handle video game coverage. But we made it fit, because everyone was talking about this game, everyone was playing this game, and we were sort of told top-down, like, you know, this is a game we should be covering. Yeah. So we did a review for it. We did Let's Plays. We did, uh, I think we did, like, you know, how to, whatever, the best way to play and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best way to play. Wikis, you it's know. It's like... The game actually came out last in 2013. Yeah, uh, but then it just sort of like reached the zeitgeist of, yeah. of madness earlier yeah. this year. And I don't know really what it says about us today that this to- it's a, such a dumb game yeah. that outright stole assets from yeah, other from games. Mario. Yeah, but yet everyone in the world was obsessed with it. Well, it's, it's yeah. it was uh, interestingly enough one of the only true free games on iOS anymore, and I think that accessibility mm. yeah. and the sort of the classic kind of arcade notion of it. Which is just it's brutally hard, and you know you, it's high score based. It's kind of fascinating as like an '80s gamer to me to, to see that kind of stuff make a yeah. comeback. Sure. I think that ha- having done it with stolen assets was kind of kind of gross. Yeah, that guy made so much money off of that. Yeah. He pulled it. Yeah, because uh, for really strange circumstances, he, was, he pulled it because he was going to get sued. Well, <laughs> I mean that, that, that was what, what, yeah. I, what we I his, read into that his, anyway. Yeah. The official reason he gave is because he felt guilty that he'd gotten people addicted to his game. Oh, give me a break! Yeah. Did you feel guilty that you stole all your assets? You're about to get sued by Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> On February 18th, Irrational Games shut down as we as we knew yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, yeah. yeah, like hundreds of people. Uh, That's probably the most high-profile studio closure of the year. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, I mean, the only like uh, positive note of that is that so much of that core talent that helped make uh, Bioshock Infinite and even back to the original Bioshock is now spread across, you know, rad yeah. other AAA studios, rad indie games, yeah. Kickstarter games that have already been sure. Played. And that's great, but at the time, uh, the way that press release was worded was very gross. Yeah. Do you remember specifically? It was sort of just like. Uh, we're going to focus on, you know, I want to focus on this, this, and this. Ken Levine was kind of yeah. just like, I have smaller ideas for other games. And it was like, cool, what about all the wives and children and, yeah. and husbands and cousins and uncles and yeah. the people that work with you right now? <laughs> cousins and uncles. Cousins and uncles get hit the hardest every time. <laughs> I heard that. They're a studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was just, I felt like it was poor phrasing because it was more about, they were like, hey, so 10 of us are still going to be making these rad games, and by the way, 100 people are now uh, without work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird. It was unfortunate. I mean, the writing was on the wall, I think, for that studio for a while, though. Um, they took a long time to put Bioshock Infinite out. So I think yeah. that they probably had some problems with 2K and maybe getting you know, another shot at making another game. People wouldn't want it in you know, three, four, five years. They want games quicker. So, yeah. um, What do you think we'll be seeing uh, for stuff from the, whatever the irrational game is now? Yeah, I don't really think I don't know, probably this year. I'm, I'm more curious to see what, what 2K is going to do with Bioshock, to yeah. be perfectly honest, because yeah. you know, another studio will do it. I'm sure they're doing sure. it now. Yeah. Um, you know, that series has a... Is, is very interesting to me, especially the first. I think the original Bioshock is one of the best games of the last generation. So, yeah, true. Um, yeah, so that was sad, that was sad, but yeah, I think that is the highest profile closure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. March fourth was uh, when Batman Arkham Knight was officially revealed. Yeah. Following, uh, it was leaked. The information yeah. about it was leaked first, which is a uh, uh, something that happens quite often. Yeah. Common practice yeah. these days. Yes. And uh, we do a B-roll of this one, computer. Uh, yeah, this this was, was a it was announced March fourth, and then it was to come out in October. Yeah, obviously got delayed until next year. This is yeah. a game about a man who uh, is completely destroys a city he's trying to protect <laughs> <laughs> with his with, with his, his car and his grass <laughs> just missiles. blowing up yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. I, the only thing I really remember about the, this game's announcement was that I I woke up and it was announced and I wrote the story while I was laying in bed. <laughs> That's what, that's, that's, what I remember. that's what I remember about that particular It was game. weird because it was announced, the release date was given, and then it felt like literally like two or three weeks later, they're like, oh no, JK, it's coming out next year. Oh no, they, uh, that, we've talked about this on Beyond where they totally knew that that game wasn't coming out this year. Yeah. And they were trying to build hype and pre-orders and stuff like that for it probably. Because yeah. I don't understand how you just don't know that your game's that far off, yeah. that close to its, to its launch. Yeah. Which I think they, um, didn't they already put up, there were like bundles and stuff like that in special editions you could pre-order. Yeah. Even though the game is... Who even knows how far away? Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't the new date like June second, second yeah. mm-hmm. next year? Like we were about a year off. No big deal. <laughs> we almost had it. Uh, that same day is also when uh, Amy Hennig left Naughty Dog. Yeah, she left. She walked away from Uncharted Four. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, 
I think ended up ended up going to Visceral to work on their yeah. Star Wars game. That was our, that was a that was a IGN scoop, wasn't it? I think so. I, I what I think about with her is like how people were probably just busting her door down, like when they knew that she was available. Like, oh, I can't yeah. imagine the offers that she got to to come write different kinds of games. And she, it seems like she took the one that was the coolest, which was to write a canon Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which you know she's. Super capable. The other good thing is that we were worried about Uncharted and, and you know, without her, and uh, it looks like uh, from PSX Uncharted 4 is just fine. Yeah. yeah. Yes, just fine. Yeah, how about that footage that was shown oh last year? Right? It was ridiculous, yeah. right? I couldn't believe it. I, I, I can't believe they opened with that, but yeah. well, I felt bad for everyone that came after them. To, to play devil's advocate, uh, she helped shape the story, mm-hmm. and we don't know if that game's story is just fine yet. We really don't. I know no, that sure. when he climbs on things, it's great. Oh, yeah. And when he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Yep, and his brother seems cool. Hey, catch. Yeah. yeah. When he does that, it's all right. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of, like, I don't know if he's fighting Yetis or anything yet. I mean, we'll find out. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That's Far Cry, actually. No, it was one no. of the Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> or, uh, Uncharted games. There was like, there were sort of Yeti ish things at the end of Uncharted 2, right? Yeah. Those weren't, were those guys in costumes? Yeah, I thought they were, they, they yeah, were, they were okay, it was right like the now. village. Yeah. If I remember yes. correctly. <laughs> but the good news about Uncharted 4 is that the guys in charge of it were in charge of Uncharted 2 mm-hmm. and The Last of Us, so. Those are, yeah. those are pretty good those video games. Pretty decent yes. video games. Yeah. Yeah. March 11th, Hearthstone was officially released, officially launched, after being in beta for about six months. March 18th, Sony revealed Project Morpheus yeah. at GDC. That is uh, the most nauseous I've ever felt <laughs> playing a video game. I tried this out in, uh, in Tokyo. Really? What, what game were you well, playing? Now, the Space One. Oh, yeah. Oh, Did you, Eve, Project Eve. Valkyrie? Eve Project Yeah, Valkyrie. yeah, the, the first person Space One. And it just, yeah. yeah, it was just not happening for me. Have you also tried Oculus? Yes, yeah, briefly. I, I, tried the, the, I tried the thing in Oculus where you can walk around the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, <laughs> nice. oh, man. Which is great. Yeah, this, uh, Oculus always makes me nauseous, but uh, at New York Comic Con, Greg and I played two demos uh, on Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Played the Street Luge, which is, I think, what we're looking at now, and uh, yeah. sort of a, just like a medieval swinging around weapons. And both of them were really rad, and I walked away without vomiting, which so is good. I think I can handle something like the Street Luge one, because it's, it's very, the perspective is that it's very straightforward, right? Sure. But the, the space one was 360 yeah. degrees. I was completely spun around. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that, that, uh, that space game. is so awesome. Yeah? yeah. I would play that all day. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I like it a lot. How significant was this uh, announcement for Sony, Colin? Not very significant. Uh, Shuhei made a, an interesting point, actually, the PSX panel. We were talking about Morpheus, and he's like, we never even technically said that it's coming out. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, we, we intend on bringing it to market, but we never even said that it's doing that, and we have, you know, you know, we have time to, to figure things out. So I thought that that was actually an interesting comment. I think it's it's a totally cool tech. I don't know if it's a huge financial mistake for them to actually do it, but yeah. um, certainly there's a future in VR. So yeah. um, whether or not it's a PlayStation device that we need it to do, uh, it, it, you know, I think it's probably better to maybe use Oculus with the, the, the processing power of computers as they get stronger as opposed to tethering mm-hmm. it to the PS4's kind of static power. Yeah. But we'll see. Speaking of Oculus, on March 25th, it was announced they were acquired by Facebook for yeah. $2 billion. That's a lot of monies. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like every couple months there is just a purchase that is just in a staggering amount of money yes. like between Twitch we'll probably get to that later but it's, it's like it's like fake money yeah it's, it's like oh two billion dollars yeah. I don't it's even like, know what that uh, looks yeah, like exactly well, yeah but I don't, does it fit in a room how big is that room Scrooge McDuck's vault <laughs> now I want to know how big a room would need to be to fit two hundred two billion dollar bills in. dollar bills yeah mm. like the, it had to be the size of the Pentagon it's a pretty big building so you, you, could, probably I, fit, you could probably fit in this room no two, two, bill, billion, two billion dollar bills yeah, two billion singles think about it you can Shove them down and then put them in a corner. <laughs> and then before you know it, you have stacks of them. And then it's like, oh, there's 10,000. And then you have yeah. 100,000 and then you know, a million. And I just feel like it's not, it's not quite as big as you would think. But it's but a that, lot. There's that scene in Breaking Bad where they actually lay yeah. out all the money. And they and talk like about how much it is, right? 85 million or something, 85 right? 85 million? Yeah, something, yeah. And that so, was in a little storage room. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe you could. Using Collins fold it in the corner technique. <laughs> Didn't, well, I, mean, I, I, I saw like a Nova or something once or a front line where they were saying like all of the gold in the world mm. could fit in a building that's seven stories by seven stories. Like wow. all the gold in the world could that's fit. Great. And so, it's like, it's called not, Fort Knox. It was until they took it all out. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, there's no gold there anymore. So all the gold in the world is basically off of a giant block that's seven stories tall. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. They, they chip off a little bit. Yeah, that's, that. that's crazy. That's great for We all own just a little piece. <laughs> uh, April 29th, 
the uh, cast for Star Wars Episode Seven was announced yeah. with that famous photo, which you can see here. Yeah, that was a great photo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that, that confirmed that the old cast was going to be returning, which is yep. very very yeah. exciting, very cool. Yeah, I, uh, I think I photoshopped George Lucas hiding behind a couch in this photo. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my highlights of the, of the year. <laughs> yeah, this was great. I feel like all the, the way they've um, handled the trickling out of all this so far has been very controlled. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very smart. Very yeah, from the, from the teaser to the names, yeah. even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, everything's been very cool. Now I hope like all the leaks don't start happening like everything else does, but yeah. um, so far it's been very well handled. On May 16th, Halo 5 Guardians was formally announced. Yeah, that's now, right. Yeah, they showed that Halo teaser, um, the next-gen Halo teaser at E3 2013. Mm-hmm. But it didn't the like, cloak? Yeah. yeah, with the cloak. But they didn't give it, like, a name or a release yeah. window or anything. So that was officially announced in May on May 16th. Then May 21st, the Man of Steel sequel was revealed to be Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice. What a terrible name. Yeah, it's a pretty bad name. Yeah. And this is where comic books all come apart because what in what universe is Batman of any chance against Superman? Like, he's got his wits. It just doesn't he's make any smart. sense. This I mean, is why this is why this is all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like Superman can do anything he wants. Here's your answer in a fake universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Batman's such a grounded character in Superman. Where like, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. That's what if he has like kryptonite gloves and he punches them? That's what he would have to have. But that's that's just that's silly. You know what I mean? Like. That's just silly. They've addressed it in the comics. It's yeah. He uses his wits. Yeah. To to battle against Superman's Superman. a big old dummy. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on May twenty seventh, Battlefield Hardline was officially revealed after it was leaked. <laughs> this happened. Noticing all this all recurring time. trend. Yeah. Yeah. Happens all the time. Yep. It's here. Uh, and this is significant because it's a departure from its military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roots. Probably not the Cops departure that they want to be anywhere near. This year. Oh, considering well. it's a game about a militarized police force that shoots <laughs> but people can... at will in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> we said we weren't going to talk about I'm just this. saying it's bad timing. That's all I'm saying. These guys are going up against uh, a couple of big news stories when this game comes out. So, we'll, well yeah. It's pushed. It's February? Yes. Or did it get delayed to May? I think it's I just remember. February. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll see what the climate is like. The culture is like in yeah. May of 2015. All I'm saying is that Payday the Heist did this first. <clears throat> I think it was red. That's all I'm saying. I yeah. liked it too. It's a pre-Ferguson game too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, May 27th was also the day that Watch Dogs was released. Yeah. And that is significant because that's like a big next-gen game, current-gen game that people were looking for. And yeah. we're looking for it to sort of herald in this new generation of gaming. And then it received a very mixed reaction. Yeah, I feel like a lot of us, I think three of us, we played it a lot when it yeah, came yeah, out yeah. and enjoyed I actually, it. I actually like it a lot better than a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm right there with you, actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't. I feel like it, it was sort of, maybe it carried that on itself, but it was given a lot of pressure to sort of, like you kind of just implied it, to be like the definitive next-gen game. Yeah. yeah. And it was really another, remarkable, uh, <laughs> yeah. really just another open-world game. Um, I do not remember it looking this good, by the way. Well... That was part. That was one of the points of contention. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's to me, it was just like uh, Assassin's Creed with a different tool set. Yeah, Yeah, it was fun. I loved going around this world. I love going in the water because the cops don't know how to swim in that game. Sure, Mm -hmm. and And in real life, and in real life, apparently. Um, But yeah, I I think ultimately it it sort of just came and went, and I don't know if they fed it with enough DLC or if it was well. It came, yeah, it came and went. Like no one's really talking about it now, but it also sold an it sold insane amount. It did. Yeah, like so there will no doubt be a Watch Dogs two. Um, the game worked. Yeah, oh, it did. Something that that's the, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like all screwed up at launch. Yeah, yeah. I, I just had a really good time just driving around this game. Uh, yeah. I, the uh, the warehouse missions were awesome, or the yep. hideouts, whatever yeah. they were, were, were great. Uh, they're, they're just like the outposts in Far Cry Four. Yeah. Those are awesome Those in are, any game. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that's exactly. Just what, I just want video games to just be outposts. Yeah, that's yeah what the I'm best totally thing. down with that. Those are the best missions in yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed Unity as yeah. well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, June second, Mortal Kombat X was officially announced after a long series of teases from uh, what's his name? Ed Boon. Ed Boon. Yeah. yeah, we've been teasing that one for for months. It seems like. Yeah. That. Uh, it's weird. Not we tend to forget that, but in terms of like games that perform on IGN, that's continually one of the highest performing games, Definitely. which sort of surprises me. Um, just because I, I always I still consider fighting games to be a you know somewhat niche genre, mm-hmm. but people are crazy about this. Yeah, I mean, Mortal Kombat Nine was rad. Uh, the game, this game looks gorgeous and gross. Yeah, I'm it's super gross. I'm, I'm definitely. I, it sort of fascinates me that you know, like we grew up playing Mortal Kombat games in the arcade, and they still resonate with people. Is 
I, I don't think I would have predicted that back then. That felt yeah. like a very sort of decidedly 90s thing. Yeah. And it's still here, and it's still bigger than ever. So Yeah, which is weird, because, I mean, for like a decade, that series was just the worst. Yeah. Like, after Mortal Kombat 3, it was yeah. just dumb yeah. until MK9 came Yeah, out. when it went into, like, 3D. Yeah. Those were dark years. When it was the, the DC one, was still that stupid. That Superman's mm. fighting, like... That was the watered-down, like... PG-13 one. Yeah. You guys didn't like the Sub-Zero side-scrolling game? <laughs> Mythologies? Was that what it was called? Yeah. I think they wanted to make a bunch of those, and they made yeah. that one, and they are like, what a, what, what a trash factory. Yeah. That brings us into E3, uh, June 9th, and the reveal of Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, yeah. at the Sony press conference. That's, that's, cool. that's going to be a special game, I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited about that one. That game will yeah. be... Did you notice, in the... Uh, in the, the E3 teaser, Drake looked older than he did in the PSX demo. Mm, I didn't, I didn't so notice that. He's Benjamin Button. He's he's yep. he's Benjamin. It's, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a few there's a few interesting things about uh, you know that people read like people like looking for his ring on mm-hmm. his finger. People mm-hmm. like looking for like there's all sorts of weird things people are reading into into the the mythologies of of Uncharted. That's a trick War. to see if a man's married. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there was a there was a whole there was a whole sub story in, in the last two games with his sure. with, mm-hmm. with um yeah his wedding ring. So. Um, yeah, I mean, like, in terms of AAA space, I mean, that's the game I'm most excited about, mm-hmm. for sure. And after seeing it at PSX, like, forget about it. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks incredible. I, I have a feeling that this this will probably be the best Uncharted game. Um, oh. I, no, really, I, and I, do, I feel like the, the, uh, the technology, it wasn't like it was holding it back, but I think that they're, they're just really going to excel in that sort of, like, these are cinematic games, right? Yeah. They are, like, first and foremost, they're fun to play, but I think that's secondary to just the set pieces and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think like, the characters are cool, but what I've come to realize more and more, as a lot of people have, is that, like, Nathan Drake's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think he's, like, they always try to position him as this, like, wonderful, lovable character, but really, like, the, all the games are about his, him endangering very good, honest people. Yeah. And, and getting just them... Just murdering hundreds Just recklessly, selfishly, putting everyone in harm's way for the value of uh, uh, the, some trinket. Yeah. He's so. sort of like the polar opposite of uh, Joel in The Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, well I, w- I would say that Joel's very selfish, too, in his own ways. He killed that one guy with a brick. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Just <laughs> once, yeah. Uh, what I'm excited about is that they got a chance to step away from Drake for a little while, so, um, you know, set 2007, 2009, 2011, where when 1, mm-hmm. 2, and 3 came out, and now this will come out presumably 2015. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they, they've learned a thing or two from The Last of Us. They've taken their time. This game has been... Maturing for a long time behind the scenes there, and yeah. um, I think that more, you know if they, they made the remarkable things they made Uncharted two and, and Uncharted three in two years each. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, so they're getting more time. They split the teams up, and um, I think that the game's going to benefit greatly from that because if you can make something like Among Thieves or, or Drake's Deception in two years, man, what can you do in four? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a great point. The other big big announcement at E uh, three was the uh, Legend of Zelda for Wii U. Yeah. Hell yeah. Reveal. Yeah. Because that looked so awesome. Yeah, so that, this this was probably, the, uh, in terms of reveals, this is one of my favorite of the year, not just because I'm a Zelda fan, which I'm a huge Zelda fan. Sure. Um, but because of the way this reveal was executed, it, this looked sort of like an, an animated painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just talking about what they might do with maybe the future of the Zelda, the Zelda franchise. And then it starts moving. And yeah. you're like... Oh. Wow, these guys! This was this was a kind of a, a great troll. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then all of a sudden, that little spider thing comes in from the background, and yeah. is blasting lasers, and you yeah, get a rad yeah, shot of Link jumping off the right. horse. It's really it's interesting. You're just like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, "Well, here's our world we're building. Check it out." Yeah, yeah. I thought this. Uh, I thought this reveal or this footage was more effective than the uh, than the game award footage, which was weird because it looked cool, but it was just the way it was presented was on, all of it was screen, like off screen. That far away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Uh, this is a gorgeous game. Like the art direction here is is, is basically unparalleled. Yeah. Uh, so for them to go with this way of showing of telling the story, I mean, look at that. That's yeah. awesome. This is just so badass to go to the game awards version, which was like what they did through the whole Wii era, which was they wouldn't show you a video game unless you saw. Two people playing it and the over-the-shoulder shot, and they were like, "Well, this is how video games are yeah, played." In yeah. case you forgot, it's staggering to think that it's possible that within a month or two of each other, uh, Uncharted, Zelda, Halo, and Tomb Raider could come out. Yeah, like what is happening? Yeah, 2014 is going to look like a piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I, just seeing the Zelda footage, and you know, I love Zelda. I mean, it's, I think one of the reasons we're all in this uh, in this industry, even. And yeah, that footage and the way that game looks like it's going to play shows it to me that Nintendo 
gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like they understand what they need to do with Zelda. They mm-hmm. need to make it big. Yeah. And make it open world. Yeah. And really open world. I mean, people, because, you know, the original Zelda is an open world game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda 2 is an open world game. Uh, like in the past, is an open world game. Ocarina's got it, and Majora's Mask have their open world elements. But this is, you know, take some hints from Fallout and Skyrim. But basically, take hints from like what Bethesda does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just put that beautiful Zelda gloss over it. And, yeah. And, I was and actually thinking they should, they should take more hints from Far Cry. Than, than say Skyrim because I, I actually what I love about Far Cry is the sort of the the randomized like living world aspect of it is, of you turn a corner and there's a tiger fighting an elephant and you're like oh shit should I shoot them or keep walking <laughs> um, I want to see that but with a wild horse and you know uh, one of those hats or something like that, you know? <laughs> Just a wacky-ass character you see yeah. in the Zelda universe. I want to see, like, that living, breathing world. And honestly, I didn't get much of that from the Game Awards reveal. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw a big world. I didn't see a big world populated with a lot of things. Like, there was a goat on one mountain. There was a couple of wild horses. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. But there wasn't, like, wow, this is, like, teeming with life. Yeah, you know? I love the idea of, of games where it feels like, even if you're not playing it, stuff's still happening. Yeah. Like, regardless of yeah. whether or not you're interacting with yeah. the world, which I think that would benefit this game. Well, that was the whole thing about Hyrule, was it always felt kind of empty. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like, that was just the nature of the games at the time. All games felt like that. It's like, there's maybe 14 people in this world. Yeah. You know, yeah. And a bunch of monsters, and I don't know why everyone's so angry at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the first Zelda, it's literally, it's you, it's an old man, it's an old woman, there's a guy that turns into a pig, and there's your princess. That's yep. it. That's four and a half human characters. <laughs> there's a couple of pea hats and some octorocks, and then the guy in the water that spits at you, and that's the whole, it's <laughs> really the whole story. Is this what you talked about with Miyamoto when you <laughs> <laughs> On July 26th at Comic-Con, uh, that Batman vs. Superman teaser trailer was shown yeah. at, just at the panel. wasn't released officially, but surely everyone saw it yeah, online, the yeah, handicap yeah. footage. And the, the footage was really, really cool. Yeah. It still hasn't been released officially. Not no. officially, no, yeah. Because that, that's not... Uh, that was, I think, just for Comic-Con. Yeah. Like, that won't be in the it's, movie. Yeah, it was like... To give us a sense of like the tone that yeah. we're going for, sure. which it looked really rad. It looked really rad. I'm totally skeptical about Zack Snyder. I think he's like totally hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, but that footage was really really cool, and yeah. that was also the day they showed the Wonder Woman costume. That's right. And yeah. that was a big deal. Yeah, that then, was cool too. On August 1st, the number one movie of the year at the box office was released, and it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And I, that movie was great, yeah. and I'm happy yeah. for it. But I'm just just so surprising because until that day, no, virtually nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy sure. were. Everyone always lies. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I've been reading the comics since I was a kid. I was like, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, but it's weird. This movie, awesome. uh, I mean, James Gunn, not a huge director. Yeah. Uh, no one in the movie is really a big star, but now they are. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, a movie where Howard the Duck shows up yep. somehow. Uh, spoilers, I guess. I don't know. Well. See the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I think the reason that this, this was so great was because we didn't, we didn't have any preconceived notions of what it should or shouldn't be, whereas I spent most of my time watching... X-Men and Spider-Man going, no, that's not the way it goes. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, I was just like, I don't know anything about these guys. Yeah. This is great. This is really fun. This is yeah. a fun ride. It was also interesting just, it was so like, uh, you know, thematically even tone-wise different than the other uh, yeah. Marvel movies and it sort of showcases, you know, now that Marvel has that giant slate of upcoming movies that they could be varied. Like they sure. all don't have to sort of fit in the same Avengers mold. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. On August 11th, uh, Robin Williams tragically committed suicide. Yeah. That was very sad. That was a bummer of the year. Yeah. Then we were at Gamescom. You were at Gamescom, too. Yeah. That was fun. That was when uh, Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro announced Silent Hills. Yeah. And they put out that uh, PT, PT, which is like a playable trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That is the weirdest. I remember sitting in that room during that Sony conference, and when that thing came on, I'm just like, like, what is this? Like, this is stupid. And then all of a sudden, I go to I go to bed and I wake up in the morning. Everyone's like, oh, "This is the scariest thing of all time." And I'll lead into Silent Hills with yeah. I, we uh, we down we were in. I was at home base for that, and we downloaded the game immediately in the IGN offices, and we played it. And the Let's Play, you you can go back and watch it. You can actually hear me scream <laughs> maybe seven times. This this game is horrifying. Yeah, it's really it's really scary. I thought um it was a very fascinating way to I know. wow insane. It's very, it was a very fascinating way to, uh, to, it reminded me a lot of the 90s where we would play video games, but there wasn't a lot out there about them. And you would come to school and people would talk, like word of mouth came back yeah. because of PT. Mm. PT was awesome in that way because you would just go online and people would be like, well, if you look up at the chandelier at this one time, like this letter appears. It's very, yeah. it, like it wasn't, everything is so controlled now. 
every game yeah. that comes out, we know everything that's happening. There's full walkthroughs and guides and everything. And this was a genuine surprise. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, it's rare. Also, just absolutely terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I, I really can't wait to see what this what this whole game's like. All right. If it's just just us messing around in this weird looping house, then sure, I'm all in. Yeah. Also, we need to turn the B roll off. So I'm literally getting scared looking at <laughs> this corner. <laughs> the following day at Gamescom is also when we learned that Rise of the Tomb Raider would be a an Xbox exclusive, kind of, maybe yeah. for a certain amount of time. We don't know. We want you to know that it's an Xbox exclusive, but we're not really going to clarify all the details. Yeah, we still don't really know. Yeah, I mean, we know I, that Microsoft is going to publish it, publish it on Xbox. Yeah, right. So a weird. Yeah, yeah. That, weird game, that game will come out on PlayStation. The the and I probably on PC too. Yeah. The thing that is weird about this is that it's kind of beneficial to Sony to not have this game. This is like why, this, oh. is, like, this is like the weird thing that I don't think any, a lot of people, agree, like we kind of stumbled onto this on Beyond a while ago where it was like that game's going to come out at the same time as Uncharted. Yeah. They're very similar games. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you want your exclusive audience to focus on the exclusive game and that's Uncharted. So actually getting Tomb Raider in six months actually doesn't hurt anyone on PlayStation because mm-hmm. you're going to be busy with Uncharted anyway and that's, yeah. you know, so kind of like in a weird way, Microsoft's doing Sony a favor, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Like, it's like, well, we're just going to put all of this eggs in this basket now yeah. instead yeah. of having these two very similar games. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I played both of those games on a PlayStation platform last generation. And Uncharted, after nine and a half hours when I finish it, I'm going to want something else. And I'm going to want to play Tomb Raider. And luckily, I have all, all the consoles. But yeah, if yeah. I didn't, I'd be, I'd be angry. You know? Like, I think one sort of, uh, like, you can, you can use one to kind of, like, help the other. Like, I, if they're both sort of in the same vein. And actually, honestly, I think that where Tomb Raider is going is different than Uncharted. Uh, Tomb Raider, the last Tomb Raider game had lots of very big open areas, whereas Uncharted 3 didn't have that as much. Mm-hmm. It was more like running down the tunnel. Um, and, like, uh, you know, Tomb Raider actually felt more like a weird, it was like a Metroid Prime game on an island to me. Yeah. It's weird how those uh, franchises have sort of, obviously, you know, Uncharted was inspired. In, in part by Tomb Raider, uh, but then Tomb Raider's reboot was definitely inspired by Uncharted. Yep. Uh, yep. So it's an interesting relationship those two games have. Yeah, and the, the bigger thing to me is the the anger that people have over this being an exclusive. You know, I'm like, who cares? Like, the, the the this is the way the business works. Like, no one no one seems to be mad that that Halo's exclusive. You know, like it's really no different yeah. other than that they well, own that studio. Yeah, you know, so like, is that the that's the the line then? Is like you're allowed to own the studios who can then make. The exclusive games, but if a, par- a third party makes the exclusive game, well, I, th- you know, I that think was, that, that to me like that's an arbitrary line. That's why I'm so confused. I don't know. Yeah, but it's cares. weird for a sequel. Yes, that's exactly. It's not weird for like yeah. Sunset Overdrive. And the to franchise me isn't that weird, was but... previously cross-platform yeah. now yeah. being now going exclusive. I think that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's going to go the other way with Titanfall. It's going to go the other way with yeah. Sunset probably. So yeah. it's like you know, you think Sunset will come to a PlayStation platform? Or I mean, Insomniac owns that, so it, they yeah. can do whatever they want. Um, I'm sure that they. Probably would have loved for it to have been on everything. What about Ouya? It could be on Ouya for sure. But yeah, I just I don't know. To me, I just don't. You know, the, I understand why people get mad at exclusives in general, but I feel like the the lines are very arbitrary. Street Fighter is a good example. Mm-hmm. Like that game probably wouldn't exist without Sony's money. Sure. So like, you either get it. Yeah. Like this, or you don't get it at all. Yeah. You know, um, that's odd to me, by the way. And I mean, for the record, Tomb Raider will hunt, would hundred percent exist without Microsoft's money. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like that game sold a millions and millions of copies. Sure. Uh, also, cannot tell the difference between Street Fighter Five and Street Fighter Four. No, me neither. Yep. No. No. Uh, August twenty ninth, Nintendo unveiled the new three DS. The confusing company. Yeah. August twenty ninth. Yeah. And it is now. Mid-December, and we have no release date for that. No, in it's out in Japan and Australia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have one in the office. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's weird that they haven't. I, I feel like maybe this fall they were focusing so heavily on the Wii U. Mm. Like, please buy Mario Kart and Smash and the Wii U that they didn't want to mix up the messages. Also, just like, that is so confusing. The fact that we have a 3DS, a new 3DS, a 2DS... A, a DS. A 1DS. A DSi. An S. Yes. <laughs> I, somebody tweeted at me recent, recently, and they're like, hey, I want to get my son the Smash Brothers. Does it work on the on the DSi XL? And I was like, <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know the answer to yeah. that. <laughs> I remember getting the DSi when it came out. I was so excited about it, and it just didn't, didn't pan out. It's a yeah. slick piece of hardware, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, September 9th, the iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus were announced. It was a big story at the time. Those ones are big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, September 15th, Microsoft acquired Mojang, Microsoft developer Mojang, for $2.5 billion. Yeah. More That's than Oculus VR, which I guess big. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 
That's an, that's an interesting scene. I'm, I'm curious to see how that eventually pans out. Because like the way Phil Spencer sort of put it was that you're still going to be able to play Minecraft wherever you want, so what does that mean, like, if Minecraft 2 comes out, that they just license it out, that, that Sony can have it on the PS4, but Microsoft just makes tons of money on it? Yeah. I think that that's, that's what I was most interested in when it happened, is, like, I think to make this much money back, you have to democratize the platforms that it's on. Like, I actually think you might see with Minecraft 2 and whatever comes out as a, a Microsoft-published game on PlayStation. Um, First one? Yeah, I think that would be the first one. I mean, technically they published Mass Effect but and a couple other games, I guess, but not on, on PlayStation yeah. platforms later on. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm interested in that because they're buying the legacy, obviously, but they're also buying the future of that game, yeah. but not the brain trust of the company because mm-hmm. they'll Much probably... Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's an interesting move. I mean, I, I, I don't blame them for doing that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's weird. And there's also going to be a Minecraft movie. Yeah. Apparently, weird. If yeah. they wanted to be real dicks, they could make Minecraft to an Xbox One exclusive, Definitely. and then which is which would be the other the exact other way you could go with it, which is to be like you can only play this on games for Windows and uh, Xbox One. Yeah, you know. Well, um, an IGN commenter told me that Microsoft are dicks, so that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's nailed it. <laughs> uh, on October twenty seventh, Microsoft lowered the price of the Xbox One to three forty nine mm-hmm. for the holidays. We'll see if they feel yeah. like raising it, it would be back up. <laughs> insane if they raise it back up. But I think like that definitely helped move a lot of consoles. They were mm-hmm. they had the best selling console on uh, Black what? Friday. Yeah. yeah, for the whole month actually. Yeah, yeah for all the for, first time. Yeah, and it's. I, I mean, I would I would probably say it's going to happen again for Christmas if they if they keep that going. But what a what a a, a nice guy trick to do. It's just like, hey guys, we're lowering this, and then in January they can be like, hey, you know what? I felt really good. I'm gonna keep it down that low. It's like, wow, what a bunch of nice guys. No, you were gonna do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just make it a permanent price drop. It's unbelievable. That's a thirty. That's thirty percent lower than it was when it came out. Yeah, yeah. Which is extraordinary. But it's working. I mean, that seems the market will dictate the price in which it works, and that seems to be the price. Yeah. That people are happy at, especially because it looks good now. I think a lot of PS4 sold because it looked better than the Xbox One on the shelf, Mm. and now this looks better than the PS4. Yeah, I mean the 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 bundles were insane. Um, Yeah. I, I do think shedding the connect was a big thing. They're, mm-hmm. they're still like they're still fighting perception issues from all of the that the original press release where they were like you can't do anything, you can't trade your games in, we suck, we film you at night. <laughs> Why did you put that in your own release? <laughs> and then the next day they're like, ah, J.K. y'all. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they've still been fighting that, and that's why you know it's the, that and PlayStation had a, a, a strong software lineup and just right out the bat. Uh, it was a different race, and now yeah. we get to sort of see the console wars heat up again. It's true. Go Wii U. It's not a war. Get that Zelda out there. Ewoks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, November 7th, Blizzard unveiled Overwatch. Yeah. It's new game, which is a cooperative shooter, I think. Yeah, it's like a team-based deathmatch kind of thing. Yeah, but it's it got like pretty. a cool yeah. cartoony... Yeah, everyone who uh, played it at BlizzCon loved it. Yeah, and it's something very different for Blizzard, which... Uh, yeah, yeah I don't cool. think anyone was expecting this. And this is sort of what... Titan turned into, which was their big yeah. sort of their MMO. Yeah, they sort of stripped it down, and I think some of the ideas turned into this. Uh, the game looks rad. Yeah, I love the art style. Yeah, I do love that they they tell you what keys to press at the top of the it's screen. Very, yeah, it's very useful. Yeah, that's what the E does. <laughs> PC gaming. I would need that help if I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> on November eighteenth, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five arrived on new gen consoles yeah. in, in a first person mode. Yeah, yeah, that's that, huge. Sold really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that? Was that the like second best selling game second of uh, best, yeah. November? Yeah. Cool. Yes. Uh, Call of Duty was number one. Yeah. Call of Duty still the best selling game in its launch. Thanks month. to Scott Lowe. Uh, made, yeah. He brought him over the hump, as far as I understand yeah. it. It is on thanks to Scott Lowe. Yeah. Uh, November twenty eighth was when that that trailer was released. You know the one. Christmas with about. the clumps. Yep. No, the Star Wars trailer. The first Star Wars trailer. Yeah. The first new Star Wars trailer and. However many years. Yeah. yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. The sequel to Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yeah, that is so weird. That is, that when I put it that's like that crazy. in my own head, I'm like, oh my God, that's right. Yeah. That's super crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah the teaser was great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was basically, yeah. it was like seven animated GIFs. Yeah. yeah basically. Like, but it was seven cool ones. Yeah, yeah. no, it was awesome. I loved it. I loved that trailer. I yeah. thought it was great. Uh, December 2nd, it was announced that Jared Leto would be our next Joker. Oh, yeah. For Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. The okay cast the casting's really good. Will Smith? That's great, yeah. 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 Possibly Oprah. Possibly. We live in a world where Oprah could be in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. 
think about that. That's true. I think love that world. That. She's not a member of the Suicide Squad. No, she's Mrs. She's Mama Squad. She's yep. like Nanny of the Muppet Babies. Of the Muppet do, Babies. Do you, know, yes. do you know Whoopi Goldberg was April O'Neil's boss in the new Ninja Turtles movie? No, she wasn't. So, yeah, yeah, she was. What? What I watched that, that on a plane the other day. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Also on December 2nd, we learned all about next year's Assassin's Creed. Already. Bump, bump. Great. Just <laughs> yeah. got so that, exciting. Gotten out of the way. Yep. Yeah. yeah, before the DLC's even out. Yeah. Before the patch for the new... Well, that leaked, though, right? It, that leaked, yeah. 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 So that's not, you know, Ubi's obviously fault. Yeah. It looks cool. It looks very much like The Order and like that, that Victorian kind of era, that, yeah. that steampunk kind of thing going on. But uh, do, you think, uh, do you think Charles Dickens is going to be in there? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Could be in the background right now, Oliver Twist, when you're running through his Yeah, house. he's just like, oh, he's an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Oliver Twist now, right there. As we mentioned earlier, on December 5th, Street Fighter V was announced exclusively for PS4 and PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, who plays Street Fighter on PC? I'm not sure. Weirdos. Yeah. And then uh, December 6th was the first PlayStation Experience event in Las Vegas. Yeah, Colin, you were there. You were there. Quite Colin. the experience it was. Yes. <laughs> I was surprised. I thought the, the hell out. <laughs> I thought the conference was really cool. A, yeah. lot of, a lot of fun. It was great. I liked how long it was too. Yeah. Um, just like another E3. Yeah. Yeah. Just do this. Which is like, it'll, we'll do this every six months now. Yeah. 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 They showed some new, cool new games and uh, super excited about uh, Edith Finch and yeah. uh, played Ki- uh, Kill Strain, which is a little weird. Um, David Jaffe's game, Drawn to Death, is a really cool concept. Yep. Uh, so Uncharted and a lot of Vita support, which was really nice. Yep. And uh, yeah, so it was cool. It was a good game, or a good uh, conference, rather. A lot mm-hmm. of uh, great indies were, were yeah. showing yeah. up. Kratos in Shovel Knight. Kratos in Shovel Knight, yeah. Biggest uh, story for me. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was exciting. I mean, I, I had known about that for a few weeks beforehand, and because uh, we pre-wrote it and stuff like that, and I mm-hmm. talked to them about it. And, uh, Thanks for telling I'm me. Just, uh, I, th- I think I'd probably you, did. You absolutely told you me. You told me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited, especially. I played on Vita and PS4, and it's it's you know right at home on both those yeah, consoles. Excited. And then uh, we arrive at the end of the year, December 6th, on a sad note, the father of video games, Ralph Bear, passed mm. away. Yeah. Uh, he was 92. He lived a very long, prolific life. Yeah. But, uh, sad. Yeah, he's one of those guys, uh, we were talking about this on another podcast, but that a lot, of, they had a, lot, uh, a lot of people's minds, video games sort of start with Miyamoto and mm-hmm. the NES, but uh, yeah, the, the contributions Ralph Bear made, uh, sort of none of us would be here if it wasn't for a lot of the work he did. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Literally, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even be born. None of our parents would. My parents made love when they were playing an Atari Twenty Six Hundred, and it wasn't if it wasn't for him. We he was have. my my dad. <laughs> he literally just wouldn't be here. Yeah, he, he had you at like seventy. <laughs> All right, that's the uh, twenty fourteen. That's everything that happened this year. Was it? Everything of import. What sure. about what about today? Where Damon, Brian, Marty, and Colin recorded Game Scoop. Yep, that, <laughs> you're right. I should have added that to the list. That would have been really bad if you were like, and then on December 25th, Brian died. (laughs) No! Not on Christmas. (laughs) That's dark. Yeah, it is dark. Uh, All right, before we go, the 14 worst games of 2014. Uh, This is worst reviewed according to IGN? IGN scores. The 14 bottom review scores of the year. Wow. Any guesses? You guys know what's on this list? I don't know. We're no. going to start with 14. So we'll start with the highest score and go up to the lowest score. The best of the worst. Yes, okay. the best is, of the worst. I think I gave a game a 2, but it might have been last year. It was a Fast and Furious game. Yeah, that was, in, that was, that was last okay. year. Okay. And who knows, you haven't reviewed, you haven't scored Duck Dynasty Duck yet. Duck Dynasty, I'm going to. By the end of the year, Duck Dynasty will be on here. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that Legend of Korra game oh, yeah. got oh. a 4.2. Oh, Korra. Yes. Yeah. And this is a Platinum Games game. You know what's crazy? You look at this and you wouldn't think that this would, was one of the worst reviewed games of the year. Because there was a lot of hype surrounding this. Uh, the, the, the animation's awesome. The yeah. gameplay looks pretty fun. But yeah, this was pretty much panned. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just one of those, like, Platinum released this and Bayonetta within, yeah. like, a month or two of each other, and it's like, no, it's just don't. They were, they were really working on Bayonetta the whole time. Sure. Yeah. Not really yeah. this. Dan Stapleton, in his review, said, I can't recommend it to anyone. What? Then shouldn't it get a zero? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the next game is a Vita game. I'll jump over to you. Hyperdimension Neptunia Producing Perfection. Uh, yeah. Oh, the dancing game. Or the yeah. rhythm game. Yeah, this is like a, an idle simulation Robot game. pornography, right? Hyperdimension Neptunia Producing one of the 14 worst games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, this got a 4. 4.0. Yeah, yeah that's a, that was supposed to be a pretty rough one. 
Uh, I'm not into the like the, the rhythm games though, so I don't you know I don't know. Sing <laughs> exclamation point! But it's like a spinoff of the hyperdimension Neptunia RPGs, right? right. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, using just, characters just in the universe, using the characters. Yeah. Our review says it has nearly non-existent gameplay. Oh, yeah. Neptunia, fantastic. That's become my. You list. were looking for a reason to own the Vita. Well, there it is. That's it. Yeah. Behold, game industry. <laughs> uh, okay, the next game. Also, we have a series of fours, four point Another in uh, surprise there. Uh, there are more licensed games. X-Men Battle of the Atom. Literally don't know what this is. Yeah, Reviewed by is. Chuck Osborne. I know him. Yeah. X-Men Battle of the Atom. I think it was an iPad game. Free-to-play mobile card battler oh. that we reviewed for some Trash reason or another. It has X-Men in it. Yeah, and we gave this a four. Oh. Our review says, Apocalypse isn't the greatest enemy in X-Men Battle of the Atom. It's boring, shallow gameplay is. Boom. Oh, he was Damn. one of the original X-Men characters. Boring, shallow gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> he turned on them. He's in the first class, yeah. Uh, the next game. Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark. Dark Spark? Well, yeah. That doesn't make sense. There, this is a, it came out for all platforms. The Wii U in particular got the lowest score. This also got a 4.0. And uh, a good Transformers game has good transforming and good robot blasting. Rise of the Dark Spark has neither, Ooh. our review says. This is what it looked like. I don't know, this is like a Megatron, Samurai Megatron? Samurai Megatron? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is shooting? I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of licensed games on this list. Yeah. So far. Big surprise that licensed games are often trash. These, <laughs> these cars in these games always look like they're just floating. Yeah. Our next game is a Colin Moriarty joint. You made it? Do you remember? It's your boy. What is yeah. it, like Monster Mom piece? No. It's uh, a classic game that you uh, reviewed this Oh, year. Another World. Another World. Oh, yeah. 20... God, I can't with this game, man. <laughs> <laughs> this, game, this game is, it's a conspiracy that anyone likes this game. 20th Anniversary Edition. Yeah. I have to say, this is, it is too bad. I have very fond memories of this game. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm going to read, a, if I may, quote your okay. review. Uh, another World is considered a classic from a golden era of games. I have no idea why. <laughs> I really don't. Like, a lot of people are mad at that because that game is very fondly remembered and, yeah. and in people's hearts yeah. or whatever. And I'm, I'm playing it and I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. Mar- Marty what and I were talking game? about uh, Altered Beast before. How that's oh. one of those games where people are like, oh, dude, I love Altered Beast. And they put it out on these Sega collections. And yeah. People played it again. They're like, this is, this is a piece of junk. That game yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's a bad game. One of the worst games of all. I completely agree. It's really bad. Rise the, on your grave. They're making wow. an Altered Beast movie. They just announced it. Really? Yeah. Altered Beast movie, Crazy Taxi movie. It's crazy. That Rise Shinobi. of Nightmares. Rise of Nightmares. Yeah. yeah. Sega owns, like, Persona now. you think maybe they would just go in a different direction. Yeah. But no, we got to have an Altered Beast movie. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate that. Next up, with a 3.8, it's another Vita game, Starlight Inception. Oh, yeah, this game is supposed to be a mess. It's a space battle game. Is that what this is? Yeah, it was like a, it was. It looked awesome. That's yeah. why we wanted to review yeah, it. This looks impressive um, for a Vita game, but yeah, it's it's like a space battle or like a, like a dog fighting game. Yeah, um, and uh, it was a complete mess apparently. And they released a patch that basically just uh, apparently fixed like a lot of glaring issues with it. But obviously, it's too late at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, once we read there, I was gonna play it. I, I I have it, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that might have been one of the that like on the Vita's slate of games this year when I was looking, I'm like, this looks like one of the more interesting and promising ones, but yeah. um it was no bueno apparently, which is too bad. No bueno. It's Spanish for no good. Yep. Uh, not bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Next up with a three point five. And they're just going lower yep. and lower. <laughs> War of the Vikings. Still know what this is. I don't know what any of these this things is. This is a uh, PC game reviewed by our own Brian Albert, and it looks like this. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> this looks like the game they were making in Grandma's Boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is this a real video game? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I would believe this is a real video game in like 2005. Yeah. Like today. It's so generic looking. It's so choppy. And, oh, man. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> like, what is he doing in the game? He's just like running around trying to hack random things. Yeah, this looks like, a, like an Xbox launch it's game. It's so foggy. Yeah. There's a Team sick definitely. lightning going on, though. <laughs> anyway, next game with a 3.0. Basement Crawl. Oh man. oh man, that game was also Basement supposed to be a disaster. Crawl. This was uh, for uh, the PS4. PS4. Right? Yeah, PS4 exclusive. It was supposed to be a launch game. It came out a little later. 
Um, maybe you should have came out even a little later than that. We have a basement <laughs> crawl poster now right in front of our bathroom. Yeah, we do. So Good. the guys that make this game, they're a Polish studio, um, Bluber they're called, and they feel so bad about the way this game turned out that I think they're making it again. Really? Like, like they're, and they're going to give it away for free to like everyone that bought the what? game. Yeah. Let's just make it make another game. Yeah, yeah making another game too. That actually looks pretty cool. It's like a survival, like non-combat survival. So what game. was that? Like a, it's like a, like a it's bomber, like Bomberman. Yeah, it's Bomberman. Okay. Uh, we, we called it a broken Bomberman clone, and easily the worst game on the PS4. Whoa! Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still probably holds that title. I would say. Yeah. Except for maybe uh, no, that bro. that that anime. Yeah, that shoot. one's coming up. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, another another 3.0 game, Recoil. Guys remember this one? This is for PC and Xbox 360. Nope. Uh, is it Recoil with a K? Yeah, Ugh. Recoil with yeah. a K. Do I think I do remember this. Yeah, the arena shooter. It looks like this. Is about to oh, get. Jesus. What is it about Something to get? Something. <laughs> Did it just say it's about to get a heavy metal anima? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, Seems that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Our, our review advises to do what the name says. Ooh. Recoil the K. Damn. It's pretty good. Uh, Also with a three, Deus Ex The Fall. Oh. So if you might remember last year, Deus Ex The Fall came to mobile devices. Yeah. It It was was actually really impressive. Yeah. And then they just took that mobile game and ported it to PC as is. That's not. Yeah. That's not cool. That didn't work. An awful repackaging of a respectful mobile game is what we said. Oh. Deus Ex. Also with a three. This one's, this one's so good. This one's so good. <laughs> there you go. Rambo the video game. Jeez. Oh, yeah. This came out this year. This came out? This was yeah. a thing? Yep. On what platforms? Everything. Really? Like, well, like P- PS3, 360, PC. Oh, yeah. Oh, John Rambo just got hit in the I don't know what you're talking about. This looks great. I would totally play this terrible looking game. So far, so good. <laughs> it's an on-rails shooter. <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it's on-rails? Yeah. Why? On rails. Yeah, our review calls it a shallow, unrails experience that really can't make much of a case for itself in 2014. Ugh. Yeah, I really want to play this. <laughs> I don't know. I think it looks fun as hell. Yeah. If this is, if this game's like two hours, I would totally play through. Also, this why is Far Cry not a Rambo game? That's a good question. Why is it not a Jurassic Park game? Jesus, why isn't it a Jurassic Park game? Right? I want Far, Far Cry. Cry. Yeah. I want Far Cry with dinosaurs. Somebody make that. Yeah. I mean, Blood Dragon had dinosaurs. That's I want. Like, I want like real. You want real dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah. Do you guys know that in ones I like the first Rambo movie? I just read this today. The first Rambo movie, first Blood, Rambo First yep. Blood. He kills one person, and, yeah. it's, and it's kind of an accident. Like yeah. he doesn't really mean to. Is that weird? So how do we go from that to like what Rambo is today? Yeah. Yeah. We became unhinged. Yeah. Clearly. What's the one where he gets a turret gun and he just shoots those guys in the hill for like forty-five minutes? <laughs> it's like Rambo Five or something. Yeah. He's just like angry thing. He's like, and there's all these guys running the hill. It's got one of the highest death counts of any movie. Jeez. So that's yeah. crazy that he killed one guy in the first one. It was like, kind of an accident. What was the one saw in the theater back in the day? That was it was, the, it was called John Rambo. Or, right? It was just called yeah, John yeah. Rambo. I think that's the one I'm talking Rambo. about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember just laughing a lot. Yeah, yeah. it was really funny. That yeah. was as sad as the uh, as Rocky Six. Yeah. There's uh, another one. Let's get this going here. With a with another three, Blue Estate for PS4. This is what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. This is the if you love lowbrow jokes that aren't funny and laughing at overweight people just because they exist, you would still be hard pressed to enjoy Blue Estate. What is? I thought this was the Julian Assange thing. So this was thing. a. I guess this was a game they tried to get out for the launch of the Wii, and then they just fell asleep. <laughs> I literally don't years. know. What, it was like Rumble still. It's based on like a graphic novel, I think. It's, yeah, a, light, it's a light like gun game? I, I didn't guess. know this exists. Yeah. Why are you leaning? What is happening? Why <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a rail shooter, yeah. yeah. And you can play it with move, maybe, I think? No, I don't know. I don't no, remember. No, it seriously looks that. like the uh, like the fake trailer we got for the first Red Steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, remember, remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was excited about that This game. is something you can play on your PlayStation 4 today. Oh, wow. You don't could. Do don't do that. You could two, do that. Two games left. We're dipping down below, we're into below three territory Whoa. now. Oh man, really? Yeah, coming in with a 2.8 is Natural Doctrine. Oh, oh yeah, that game was supposed to be a mess. Yeah. This is a, God, what is this game, Colin? It's a strategy RPG, like a really deep, granular strategy RPG. I remember they came in and showed it to me, actually. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is, this is it's certainly the ugliest game I've seen in a long time. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, uh, uh, System-wise, I don't quite get it. I think it's really deep. It sounds like it's going to be pretty... It sounds like it's, is this really like all happening, happening in the game? Like, yeah, it's, it, like, and it's just so hard. Like, <laughs> the, game, the game... First of all, no one in your party can die. 
like, or you lose. Oh. And the game was so hard in Japan that they had to patch it to make it easier because it was, like, impossible. Yeah. Um, so I remember when I saw it in preview, I was like, oh, it's, it's, I think it, it has some problems. I'm excited, I'm excited to see more about this game because I think I just don't understand it. You know, like, yep. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. pretend I understand all the mechanics. It's not like Final Fantasy Tactics where you kind of get it. Yeah. And then it, we had a freelancer, I think, review it, and they're like, nope. <laughs> yep. Nope, there's nothing nope. to see here. This is like the, the video game version of eating water and sand for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this just looks miserable and dry and painful. It's supposed to be really, really, really hard. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have it sitting on my Vita. I'm afraid to even bother with it, though. All right, and finally, the uh, worst game of the year, the lowest scoring game from IGN in 2014 is... <laughs> Uh, rugby 15. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You would think that after 14 <laughs> rugby. This actually looks like the last game, but without knights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell is this? <laughs> I don't... We gave this a 2.0. It came to it's... almost every platform. Oh, this is the ne- this is a next-gen game. Or a yeah. current-gen... Wow, yeah. man. It came to every platform, including PS1. There's a lot, you guys want to hear, this is the uh, verdict section from our review. Listen to all these puns in this. Uh, I went into Rugby 15 with the hope that the arcade presentation would result in a fun pick-up-and-play rugby game, but my expectations were quickly tackled by a never-ending stream of bugs and paradoxical design decisions. Overall, this is an experience that's so broken it's hard to recommend. The best thing you can do is pass. Something, uh, something I want to point out in this game that's amazing, all the players have two shadows each. <laughs> Yes. And they go in they're different like, directions. Yeah, awesome. Four shadows. How weird is that? <laughs> that's really bizarre. I'm noticing that now. <laughs> Once you see it, you can't unsee it. That is really Let's messed up. It. That yeah. seems like a very fundamental <clears throat> thing to get right. The way they move, too, reminds me a lot of Tech Mobile, so yeah. things haven't changed very mm-hmm. much. Man. There you go. The 14 games to avoid this year. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. There were some really bad games in there. <laughs> I had no idea that it got that bad. Yeah. What did we give that last one? Two. A two? See, so the really bad games you don't even really hear about. They're just like, yeah. here's so the review. Da, da, just publish yeah. a review. Just yeah, like, yeah. Don't, you don't even so we didn't, we didn't give it. No game got a one this year. No ones. Not this year. I don't right. know the last time we gave a one was. That's a good. Uh, I think that's a good. I gave a game a right? two once. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to get down to that low because that's yeah. really the, the point where the game is just. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like an abomination. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like the Antichrist of video games. <laughs> that's all the scoops we have for this week. Uh, this is the second to last game scoop of the year. So thank you for joining me for that. We will have one more coming for you next week. But thank you, Brian. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Colin. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. I said I would run away As far as I could go Teach the dogs to pull a sleigh Through the white and drifting snow You brought home a magic box In time for Christmas Day I chased stars and busted blocks Till the feeling went away Needles in the carpet Ice behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives In another castle Trying to survive The storm that took us all In 1985 You walked out into the wind To warm up Grandma's car But you never came back in Lost beyond the fog of war Scrolls unfold in front of me And I am in control Wires from the old TV Through my hands and to my soul Needles in a vacuum Ice behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives Another castle Trying to survive 
the storm that took us all in 1985 Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.